Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. Good morning, everybody. If you thought I was taking a day off, you are crazy. I would never do that to you, except for here in a few weeks when I'm taking a few days off. But besides that, uh, no holiday for me, no day off for me. Welcome into Mike in the Morning. I'm Michael Borky. Glad that you guys are with me, as you always are. And uh, today we get to turn the page, finally, to college football season. It's been too long uh since i've really gotten to sit down and talk college football with you for a good reason by the way mississippi state winning the national championship is always something worth celebrating and uh i was a pump to talk about that for a couple weeks but now that's over the victory parade is done all the festivities everything is in the rearview mirror so now we get to talk about college football Next month, college football begins. I understand it's a little disingenuous because it's more like seven weeks or so, but it's next month. It is July. That No sound. How is that possible? What happened? Are you sure? So I have to – oh, man, I'm not going to start all over. So we're just going to roll with this, all right? So <laughs> welcome in. Um, can you still hear me? Are we good? I don't know. I didn't touch anything. It just kind of, are, are we good? Hear you fine. Okay. Could you hear me the whole time, Janice? Okay. All right. I guess I need to start over. All right. Scratch it. Reverse it. Here we go. Just pretend. Oh, Janice could hear me the whole time. JP, what's wrong with you, man? Um, <laughs> but yeah, we finally get to turn the page to college football. It is next month. College football begins next month. It's like seven weeks, but it doesn't matter. For the rest of the summer, including, I'll do some Olympic stuff when that comes up here in a little while, but it's college football time. And today, I've been thinking about this a lot over the last couple of days because the name, image, and likeness thing, which I'm not going to talk about today, I've beaten that horse to death for sure. Um, But the thing that I've seen often with the criticism of name, image, and likeness has been... That and the transfer portal is ruining college football. I, I, I can understand the argument about the transfer portal. I, I certainly can. But I'm going to tell you why it's actually great for college football, specifically great for the, the two SEC programs in the state. You can add um, Southern Miss in there as well, although – Right now, I'm specifically talking about competing like at a national level. And as you guys know, uh, Southern Miss, because the way it's currently set up, just, just cannot do that. With a 12-team playoff, it becomes an actual possibility. But I think the transfer portal, for all of its flaws, is actually great for the long-term health of college football. So that's going to be my take today. My plan for the summer is mostly stuff like this. Uh, I've got a lot of things coming this fall. Uh, especially after the announcement about the Sunday show yesterday. Um, I'm very excited about the creative capabilities I have with the with the live stream component. 
And so when football season comes, I've got a lot of, and we're doing a redesign on these graphics, by the way, because they're terrible and we're going to make them look much better. Um, but I've got some things that are coming uh, this fall that I'm really excited about. But every day there's going to be some kind of football conversation until the season begins, whether it's position previews, team previews, stuff like that. I am going to mix Olympics in there because, guys, I love the Olympics. I, I will watch them all. If somebody from the United States is competing, I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to want them to win. That's just how I am. Um, so I'll mix that in here as well. But now we're a football live stream until February. Th- that's what's happening here, and uh, I'm excited to do that in today talking transfer portal. But first, uh, I want to remind you guys, if you are a first-time watcher, if you haven't seen this yet, there's a lot of places that you can get this. If you're watching on Periscope, it's also available on Facebook. Find me on Facebook, like my page, or YouTube subscribe to the YouTube channel. Michael Borky right there. It's free to you. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Uh, This will be uploaded there as well as all the the content that's coming this season or wherever you get your podcast. Mike in the Morning or Michael Borky should do the trick. Subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and a review. So I don't know what happened with the audio there. I'll figure out in post-production how much I need to cut out of the beginning. So I, I can't believe that happened, but... Uh, JP says, yes, pigskin talk. Yes, sir. Now, today's going to be more big picture as opposed to like position previews and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing. Uh, What I like to do every year is um, I got this one. Now, this is the NFL version, but I get every preview magazine that's out there. And I will look at what they say about Ole Miss and Mississippi State and tell you what they got right and what they got wrong. Uh, I like doing that. It's fun for me. These people do a really good job. It's a tough job. I mean, covering 120 college football programs and getting everything right is a near impossibility. So that'll be coming here soon. I've really enjoyed doing that part. Uh, but today it's Transfer Portal. Sid says, haven't been watching much news lately. I just heard the colonists enter the Transfer Portal. <laughs> then he's asking if there should be a transfer uh, transfer limit. So there is still a scholarship limit that exists. Uh, you can only sign a certain number of guys. So you cannot just bring in every transfer in the world because there still is a scholarship limit, a certain number of guys that you can sign every year and the transfers factor into that. So if you're thinking that a school is going to bring in 25 transfers, if they do that, that means they didn't sign any recruits at all. So Texas state, for example, they decided to do a weird strategic thing where they didn't really sign any recruits out of high school. Their signing day was like one dude because they're going to put their, all their eggs in the transfer basket. They can do stuff like that. But Ole Miss or Mississippi State, they can't because they signed a relatively full recruiting class and their abilities. Uh, oh, you're asking limit of times to transfer for a player. I don't think so. Uh, only because regular students, um, you know, regular students can can do that. Um, I do think the one-time penalty-free transfer and then the next transfer you have to sit out would be a nice uh, addendum. I mean, that that's how it should be. Penalty-free transfer, and then the next time maybe you have uh, some kind of a limitation. Although, I think football players should be treated just like regular students. So, um, Kyle says, it's amazing how much more the College World Series and winning the national championship meant to Mississippi State than Vandy. It's an interesting observation. I I think Vanderbilt, in part, uh, because it's just such a small, small fan base, first of all. There's just not many Vanderbilt alums and fans out there. There's certainly no sidewalk Vanderbilt fans, at least not many. Uh, 
just because they've they've been so bad at basically everything for so long, it's hard to pick up, you know, fans that didn't go to school there. And it's a smaller school, the smallest in the SEC. And so there's just not many Vanderbilt fans out there that really care about it. And baseball here is unique. It's Mississippi State, Arkansas, LSU, Ole Miss, and then everybody else is kind of to a lesser degree. South Carolina, you can throw up there. I mean, they care, but it's definitely a step down you really have a significant drop-off in interest between those programs that I named and basically everybody else. I mean, it's a a really steep drop-off. So, yeah, Vanderbilt fans just – it's just not as important. There's not as many of them. Uh, It's obviously their best sport. It's one that they actually win things in, in part because they have a built-in advantage. Um, But, yeah, it's definitely meant more to to Mississippi State. Vanderbilt has won one recently as well, so that – that may take away some of the luster, but baseball just matters more to Mississippi state people than Vanderbilt people. Baseball matters more to Mississippi state people than almost every, basically everybody else. The only fans that have an argument, it's just on an equal playing field. You know, nobody cares more. You can argue that while Arkansas fans put as much into it, maybe LSU fans put as much into it. Ole Miss fans put as much into it, but nobody's more uh, than Mississippi state for sure. Kyle says preview magazines were better when local beat writers did SEC coverage. They have changed a little bit. I I still really like Phil Steele. I I think he's the best. It's the most thorough job for sure. Uh, And it's expensive. You got to pay for it. On the NFL side of things, if you guys are pro football fans, uh, I I held up a different one. Uh, Warren Sharp does the best preview. It's extremely thick. It's a tough read because it's heavy in analytics. But you will know more about your football team and every other pro football team by reading Warren Sharp than any other preview magazine for the NFL combined, without a doubt. It's th- guys, it's this thick. It's insane, uh, and so thorough and so analytically driven. You will know everything about your team and their trends and their tendencies. Everything. It's incredible. It's not cheap, but it's worth it for sure. I hope you guys had a good fourth, by the way. Uh, I know that apparently fireworks are illegal in my town uh, to the point where I actually tweeted this the other day that uh, this was a headline in the local newspaper that I don't read. I don't know if you guys can see that. Will it focus? It says shooting fireworks. It didn't focus. It says shooting fireworks could draw a fine in jail. So they were like kind of threatening people. You know, don't shoot them off or else we're going to come get you. My neighborhood didn't get the memo. <laughs> if if Mayor Mary was going to come arrest everybody or arrest people for shooting off fireworks, everybody in, in the neighborhood here, everybody is going to jail. I mean, it, it was a party last night. And as it should be, by the way, um, the whole putting someone in jail for shooting off fireworks is mind blowing. But hope you guys had, had a good fourth. I did not watch the uh, Joey Chestnut record. I didn't watch it. I, I, I'm not one of those people that says, oh, you shouldn't do it because it's American exceptionalism or whatever, like Darren Rovell did last year or two years ago. I'm not that guy. I just think it's gross. I support it. You know, whatever you, whatever can get people to watch and it's a spectacle and Joey Chestnut is in insanity and is pushing his body to the limit and he's worth millions and I, I support that. I can't watch it. It makes me sick. Like it's disgusting to me. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed all of that. Just had to throw that in there before we get into uh, 
get into deeper about the portal. Um, JP, talking about the transfer portal, said long-term health, yes, for a lot of reasons. BS that kids have had to sit a year in the past. Life doesn't afford everyone the same circumstances, and people mature at different rates. I like the portal. Kyle says State has five guys from the portal, including two wide receivers. That's exactly what I'm about to get at. Great minds and thinking alike and whatnot. Uh, he said, I, for one, am excited to see what Will Hall can do there. He's already flipping recruits. We are not getting at any point the past five years. Sure, he'll find some gems there, too. Long live the portal. Without a doubt. Patrick says, I know teams have already cheated to get high-profile players. I think this new process will make top 50 guys harder to get for teams like Ole Miss and State. Uh, I disagree there. I think it'll likely be negligible, honestly, because how many top 50 players are Ole Miss and Mississippi State getting right now? You know, I mean, I mean how many are they getting currently? Um, just not many. But here's why. So I, I, my first thought is that the portal is good. And really for, for one reason and one reason only. There are a lot of players in it, and I am aware that there are negative effects to it. I'm going to kind of ignore those today. In baseball, you've got like 2,000 kids in the portal. You've got hundreds and hundreds of them in the portal for basketball, and football is the same. I saw a story recently where Tulane had a running back that was third-team All-AAC. So good player, wasn't satisfied, though, with the amount of carries he was getting and hit the transfer portal. And as of a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, his best options were at the FCS level. Not, I mean, just because you're hitting the portal does not mean you're going to, to find a home. These programs are still signing 20 to 25 kids in the class. There's not room for everybody. So, so you're taking a risk when you hit the portal, and this particular two-lane player, it's not going to pay off. His third-team all-AAC guy. I mean, you, good player. But not everybody's got room for the third-team all-AAC player. So the FCS is likely where he's going to end up because not everybody has room to just take in fringe players like that. So I, I realize there's a negative effect. I realize that kids are making bad decisions. Instead of sticking it out and working hard and waiting for their opportunity, they're coming in as a freshman and not playing and getting mad and, and leaving, and they have nowhere to go, and they're getting really bad advice along the way. I I know that the portal creates that kind of a situation, but once these kids start figuring it out, and I suspect they will, that the grass isn't always greener, that it might be brown everywhere, maybe you'll see fewer and fewer people hitting the portal. But I think it's great for college football because I think it can level the playing field. Specifically for these programs that we've been talking about in terms of the 12-team playoff, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech, Kansas State, those kind of programs. Good. They play good football. They're able to get good players. They go to bowl games, but they just haven't been able to get there. You know, they, there's something limiting them from getting the best players in college football, mostly money. I mean, the money programs get all the players. That's how it works. Um, Clemson is a rare exception that they built to that by doing incredibly well in evaluating talent. If you go look at Clemson's recruiting classes, go back to like 2010. They're much better now, obviously, but they have classes in the teens. 
They're smaller classes because they evaluated so well. Clemson's kind of the exception. The money schools get whoever they want, and it's all because of money. But what I think the transfer portal has done, specifically for the middle programs in college football, has given them an opportunity to acquire talent that they otherwise would not get or to build deeper rosters that they otherwise could not have. And I'll use both schools in this state for an example. Mississippi State, by the way, they might have a quarterback, a starting quarterback that was a transfer. I don't want to count out Will Rogers. I I do believe, though, when people say it's a true competition now. It's just one spring game. That's all I got to see. But Will Rogers did not look like he was in control. It didn't look like it was his team. At times, Abraham looked better than him. Many times, basically all day. So it's possible that Mississippi State's starting a quarterback from the transfer portal, but also a five-star defensive back transferred to Mississippi State. He was at Texas. Jalen Green, for example, five-star defensive back. How How often, how often, Can Mississippi State get five-star players? How often can Ole Miss get five-star players? There's only 30 of them, give or take, in a given recruiting cycle. There's only 30 of them. And that varies. Sometimes there's only 20 or so. Sometimes there's in the mid-30s. But that's it. How often is Mississippi State able to get a five-star defensive back? Rare, if ever. Mississippi State and other programs like it have had to evaluate well. Now, they've got like Emmanuel Forbes, a good player. They've put guys in the NFL before. Darius Slay is still making a killing in the NFL. Like, it has happened. You can do it, but it's harder for a program like Mississippi State to acquire that kind of talent. Without the transfer portal, Jalen Green never steps foot on campus at Mississippi State, ever. But he went to Texas and just wasn't playing enough because Texas every year, all joking aside about how they've used it, acquires talent, deeper talent than that of Mississippi State or Ole Miss. But what Texas or or what the portal has done is, I think, leveling the playing field some because now that kind of a talent is at Mississippi State. Traditional means he wasn't coming, but now he's there. Look at Ole Miss's defense. The names on Ole Miss's defense this year, a lot of you won't recognize them because there's a lot of new faces. Two, at least one starting safety is via transfer. Four-star player that went to Georgia. You know how Ole Miss has a hard time recruiting against Georgia? It's kind of tough to do right now considering how Georgia's going about their business. You're not getting players that Georgia wants. Well, Now they did. It's a safety. Best player on their defense last year for the three games the NCAA allowed him to play. Almost had a problem at linebacker. Not very good at linebacker, if we're being totally honest. Quite bad last year, actually. Starting middle linebacker is likely going to be a transfer from the Big Ten. Guy that was from the Northeast. Really hard to go get high-quality players from the Northeast if you're any Southern school, with Alabama being the exception. Ole Miss is not going to Maryland and signing high-level linebackers very often. They're not signing high-level linebackers at all, really, in recent history. But now their starting middle linebacker is going to be an all-Big Ten caliber player from Maryland. 
the playing field is level, more level, because guys go to schools like Texas. Guys will go to schools like Alabama, like Georgia, Ohio State, and they'll realize, you know, I'm not playing much here. And while you can say that the, you know, the culture of it or whatever has, has changed and you know, it's not good that players aren't sticking out, it's good for Ole Miss. It's good for Mississippi State. We got there, – there's speculation anyway that Ole Miss is about to add uh, an offensive lineman. Orlando Umana, I think is how you pronounce his name. He's been the starting center at Utah. He's over 20 starts under his belt. Got hurt at the beginning of, uh, of last year. And Ole Miss needs a center. So instead of this year struggling through position switches and stuff like that, they get to bring in a guy that was an all-pack 12 selection who has 26 starts under his belt playing power five football. Now, Alabama also benefits from the portal because they got Henry 2020 from Tennessee. Oklahoma has really benefited from the portal as well. But there are guys that are playing for your schools now. I don't know why the Internet's acting up. I'm sorry. Uh, That are playing for your schools now that otherwise wouldn't. Talent on your roster that otherwise wouldn't be there. Makes you more competitive. Levels the playing field, I think. We'll get to some more of your messages once my internet stops acting up. Hopefully you guys can can still hear this and see this. Um, all right. This is still working. Kyle says the portal allows coaches to find older kids who fit their offensive and defensive schemes. Exactly. It almost needed a linebacker badly, and, and that's what, what they went and got. Mississippi State needed defensive help. They went and got it. And – it's not like rebuilds shouldn't take as long anymore because you can flip rosters over faster. You know what I mean? Usually you you need to give a coach four years to bring his players in. I mean, you can sign a great recruiting class, but those kids are freshmen. Ole Miss and Mississippi State, for that matter, signed good recruiting classes. Ole Miss had eight defensive backs or whatever it was in their recruiting class. But how many of them can you expect to contribute right now? How many? I mean, the answer is likely zero because the learning curve still exists. So Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin, especially Lane Kiffin, they're they're more transfer heavy than Mississippi State is on defense this year anyway. But they saw an issue. And instead of in years past where you've had to just recruit your way out of it and, and take your lumps and, and just be awful for a while, they they – should be much better defensively. The talent has been upgraded significantly on defense, and I'm talking about talent that can play right away. They did that in a year because of the portal. A starting safety, likely another starting safety, and a linebacker, all from the portal. Guys that they wouldn't have gotten if we were talking about traditional building methods. If the free agency didn't exist, we'd be looking at a couple of teams that are further behind than they are right now. I think it matters. Will says, COVID roster sizes will also exaggerate the amount of players in the portal. Without a doubt, yeah. I understand why they did it. 
because they, they needed to, or a COVID year ruined everything for all these athletes. I appreciate that they got an extra year, but that means full rosters, uh, much fuller than usual. And this is kind of what you get. JP says what muddies the waters is transfers on top of coaching, offering hundreds of scholarships, but it's more so because kids can't make up their minds and stick to something, which they'd find uniformity there. See, and, and I understand that side of this conversation as well. I mean, th- there's something to be said about sticking it out and, you know, working hard because a couple of kids transferred away from Southern Miss. And, you know, they, they may already have homes. I don't know. I, I don't know where the Southern Miss transfers a- ended up. And it is a new coaching staff. It's not who they signed to play for. So I'm not knocking the kids for trying to go to a different situation. Maybe they didn't like Will Hall or their new position coach or whatever. I'm not saying that. But where where do the kids that couldn't get on the field at Southern Miss think they're going to go? That, that sounds harsh, but it's kind of true. Where do they think they're going to go? Who is just clamoring for a guy that couldn't make it on the field in the Conference USA? Who's clamoring for that? So what would have been the better option for those players, that young players at a place like a Southern Miss or a Tulane or East Carolina or, or those kind of programs, if you're not playing after your freshman year, when you hit the portal, who do you think's picking you up? Unless you want to go down a level and go stack the roster at Furman, which I would love. <laughs> go Paladins, baby. I mean, the best years that Furman ever had came because of a transfer quarterback from Florida. But where do you think you're going to go? And the biggest problem is these kids are getting bad advice. They're getting really bad advice. Somebody in their life is telling them, oh, yo, you're good enough. That coach just doesn't like you. Somebody else will take you. And then they hit the portal, and months later, they got nowhere to go. There are 2,000 kids in the baseball transfer portal, 2,000 of them. Then a sport that doesn't offer scholarships, really. I mean, it's all partial. Where do you think you're going to go? So I recognize the bad. But I do not believe that Mississippi State would be able, and it's not a knock on State. This is just reality, guys. Ole Miss or Mississippi State, they're not getting five-star players very often, if ever. And when they do, there's some kind of natural tie. I mean, joke about Hugh Freeze and whatever. Robert Kimdichie's brother was on the team at Ole Miss. They were tight. Like, I mean, what are they getting Robert Kimdichi without Denzel? The answer is no, ab- absolutely not. They're, they're, it's not happening. It's very rare that the schools in this state can get five-star talent. They've got to either be from here or there's got to be some special natural tie or else it likely isn't happening. Not anymore. If a kid goes to Alabama and doesn't play much, he's transferring. Kid goes to Ohio State. Gets buried in the debt chart, wants to play linebacker for the Buckeyes, and then next year they sign three more five stars, and then the next year they sign two more, and suddenly it's like, wait, I, I'm not playing here. Talent acquisition has changed in in college football for sure. It's leveled the playing field, and I think it's improved it a lot, or it will improve it uh, a lot. Little guy's upset. Um, it's changing the game some. Little things like this, I think, are going to level the playing field. We talk so often about parity or the lack thereof. And I was joking on the Sunday show yesterday. I read some some comments. A friend of mine sent me a uh, a link to 
the Vicksburg newspaper, I forget what it was called, their uh, their Facebook post about Matt Corral asking for uh, a hefty price on his appearance fee. And the 2,000 comments just absolutely just angry at Matt Corral for having the audacity to ha- ask somebody to pay for his time. Um, but the, the amount of times I see people say things like, this is going to ruin college football. You know, the, the sport that we love is ending forever. I, I saw people... Uh, saying things to hate at on Twitter yesterday about how we shouldn't celebrate this because Ole Miss and Mississippi State are are never going to get players from Alabama. And I just, I wonder, you know, what sport are you guys watching? You know, I, what, what are you watching? Because it's could not be more imbalanced. Couldn't be more imbalanced. And so stuff like this, whether it's minimal or whether it's a major impact, can only help. Mississippi State getting a five-star safety or a defensive back can only help. And, and they need help in the secondary. They're pretty thin there. Talented on the front line, especially Forbes. I think he's an NFL player. But they're thin there. Ole Miss was a disaster defensively. They needed bodies. They needed a linebacker. They went and got one. Exactly how is this bad for the sport? I don't know. Maybe I just look at it from a different perspective than most people. All right. I've got to run, I think. He uh, he needs my help. But I'm excited uh, about the the season and what we're going to do with this here in particular. So uh, we, we did drop the news yesterday about the Sunday show. I am going to be doing – I haven't decided how I want to work it out yet. Um, on this platform, I am going to be doing a lot of live streaming. Definitely Saturday mornings, like a pregame show kind of thing. Just talking to you guys. I'll have picks up and stuff. Um, And I can't decide if I want to do it Saturday night after all the games or early, early Sunday morning. More live stream, more creative with this, even maybe possibly doing game watch parties. I I don't know. Uh, If you have any ideas, if there's something that you see that you want, or that you'd like, or you have any ideas, I'd love to hear it. Because with the with the added flexibility of not having to, to be in the studio for four hours every Sunday, I can do a lot more stuff like this with you guys. So looking forward to, to that for sure. So thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you guys very much. Enjoy your day off. Uh, we'll, we will be live on the radio this afternoon, though. We will be live this afternoon. No days off for us. So tune in then and uh, i'll be back with you tomorrow morning don't forget to subscribe and do all those good stuff and uh i I gotta go he's he's upset i gotta go thank you guys so much this uh will be uh rocking and rolling i've got three days off in three weeks other than that it's all football for the rest of the year so talk to you guys tomorrow Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.